Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Welcome, Voice America Radio uh, Nation. It's the Nick Foles of Voice America Radio Subbing in for Hurley Brown today, it's Kelvin Harris. How you guys doing? Hope you had a great weekend. Ooh, it was a big weekend if you were a basketball fan. I tell you what, today we're going to dedicate most of this show to talk about the NCAA Final Four, women's and men's. So, uh, you know, it was a great weekend. I mean, both, both. Both both sides of the um, of the brackets, um, in the men's and the women's, you had nothing but uh, great games. I want to be joined today by one of my good friends, our man Jay Delay, radio uh, personality out in Texas and uh, national voiceover guy. Get some of his. Jay, what's going on, man? <laughs> what's happening, Doctor? How are you? I can't complain, man. It's nice. It's 82 degrees here in Florida. A little bit of a breeze. What's it like in Houston? Yeah, about the, about the same here in Houston. Sunny skies, about 80. You know, it's yeah, not, a bad, not, no, a, not, not a bad living. No, it's not. Yeah, I was just uh, telling everyone that we're going to be talking about this Final Four for the most of the show. Um, it all culminated last night with uh, Virginia winning their first national championship and the game that had great two game. teams. Yeah, great game. Uh, I don't I'm I'm interested to see what the ratings are because, you know, this this, this NCAA tournament was basically <laughs> billed as the tournament of Zion and you know, they they tested the basketball guards twice and then on that third shot, the third third test, they got the sword across the neck and they didn't make it. So you know, <laughs> I love the way you I love people. the way you put it. I love the way you put it. I put it in, in uh, little simpler terms. I put it in the way of boxing. Uh, a boxer will always be a brawler. And that's yeah. the way I looked at it with Duke. I told people weeks out, I said, Duke will not. They will not make it to the final four. Even my son, you want to put some push-ups on it, Dad? <laughs> Absolutely. I can always use a little exercise. And that's why I still call my son the big 250, because he, he had to give me 250 push-ups. Wow. Well, I'll get his chest muscles up. Well, you know, the thing about it is, um, you know, Zion came onto the scene, and he was a um, unique talent. You know, most people had not seen anything like him, or at least they right. don't, they don't remember him. Definitely a phenom. He's a great, great kid. But, you know, we we get caught up in the moment too much in, in, in today's uh, living because, um, you know, kids 6'6", 285, I mean, you know, there's a lot of comparisons to Barkley. But when I looked at him, the guy that came to mind for me was Larry Johnson. 6'7". Um, Larry was 6'7", yeah. 255. Uh, Grandma, Mom. In the 90s. Yeah, he he came out actually in my class. He was in class 87 high school, ended up going to JUCO for two years. 
and uh, he was two fifty five in the eighties. So you know, you designed so was I seventy five eighty seven go. Yeah, well, if you you know you put that towards you know if you um, superimpose him on a today's player, he would be six seven. 275 you know he's the same guy he's you know he made an incredible impact on maybe one of the greatest teams in the history of college basketball and then you know the next year i used to kid stacy argument about this i said man i know i know y'all through the game but you you, you know i know you're not going <laughs> to see that he used to just laugh but duke was missing something all year they won a great three-point shooting team and they really relied too much on two players, you know, Bart Barrett and, sure. and Zion. And, you know, everybody, you know, this is a microcosm of the bigger the bigger discussion in college basketball right now. The one and dones putting the super teams together compared to Virginia, which had, you know, guys like Kyle Guy and uh uh uh, uh, uh Jerome or uh, you know, the and, older, and, uh, yeah, the it, older guys. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter and then the, the kid with the blonde hair. I, I can't say his name. But they had been together two, three years. They were in a the system. They ran the system well. Same thing with Texas Tech. Even though they were, they, they had a couple Tech, of younger exactly. guys. Yeah, they played great defense. They played as a team. They could shoot the three. Um, you look at Auburn. Auburn had, uh, 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 you know, Jared Harper, uh Bryce Brown, veteran guys, Michigan State. That that's that's Tom Izzo's um, mo. He gets guys. That's his, gets that, that that absolutely, absolutely. And every now and then he'll get a one and done, like he had um, the kid last year. Um, you know, KB. Uh, what was the and, kid? Uh, uh, Jaren, uh, kid uh, yeah, his dad played in the league, and now he's actually he actually had a good season, but. You know, if going all the way back to the original one and done, or where they were supposed to be one and done, the, the Fab Five, they never won a championship. So really, the only team that I think you've seen has won a championship was the Anthony Davis team that Calipari had, Again, and the Duke yeah, team, Kentucky. and the Duke team that had Jaleel Okafor and Tyus Jones on it, and Justice Winslow. Sure. So it it is it, it, it you know, but but um. This Virginia team had um, had the basketball gods on their side because, you know, the uh, point guard, the Clark kid, makes a great pass from half court, and the um, the center, uh, I'll just call him the blonde haired kid because I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> his African name. <laughs> so he he has the wherewithal to um, grab the ball and shoot it as soon as he got it. He didn't bring it down. He didn't dribble. He just he grabbed it, and he put it right back. And then that, you know, put them in a position to win that game. And then sure. you had situation with Purdue where the, you know, the guy fouls him. And, you know, a lot of people – excuse me, that was Auburn, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, it was Auburn. Yeah, that was Auburn where the guy fouls him. And, um, you know, a lot of people were upset about that. But – you know, when you look at the replay, it was a foul. It was a great call. And then last it night, it was a good, it was a good call. call, absolutely. So, I mean, they benefited from instant replay. And, um, but you know, 
they made their luck because they were prepared and they were they they didn't get um flustered by their situation i mean they blew if you think about it, they blew two ten point leads in the final four and they still um they still had the wherewithal to come back and win yeah um i mean I don't know. DeAndre Hunter made himself some money yes last night because after do Zion you, Do you believe that? That was something I was going to allude to. Do you believe who made money last night? The the guy kid, I think, made some money. I'm not sold on the Culver kid. Jerry Culver, uh, I believe his name is from uh, Texas Jerry, Tech. Yes. He'll get drafted, but, you know, I think, in, in the lottery. AAU, in, the, in this AAU age, I think it's very interesting. You know, you look at these kids, <laughs> and these kids, you know, again, don't, I'm not taking anything away from them. Great game last night. But do you think that Texas Tech, when it really came down to it, they played team ball into the second half, and then they got kind of a little desperate, what were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on it? Well, they went, you know, and, and um, Jalen Rose and Jay Williams brought this up this morning on uh, Get Up on uh, ESPN. They needed a two to win the game, and they shot a three. So they put themselves. Live by the I mean, three. They died by the three, and you know, yes, sir. I don't know if it's a Texas thing because the Rockets, you know. <laughs> It do the same thing, but um, best fundamentals in basketball and even in football, and to some extent in baseball, something that maybe you can you know elaborate on later because you know your son is involved in it. The fundamentals are um, are, are are lacking in today's sports. You know, high level sports in college football, college basketball, NFL, the NBA. But that's why I was you know rooting for Virginia. I mean, I've become a, I've become that old man that get out of my yard guy because I found myself rooting for the Spurs at some point, and I actually didn't mind the Patriots winning the Super Bowl last year because they were don't fundamentally sound. Please don't say that. I, I, Please no, don't I, say that. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Please, to I cannot it. believe that that's coming out of your mouth. Does Harley Brown know you said that? I, I can't. I, I, I can't believe I said it, but the fact that they had an actual fullback played, I mean, and, and like last night, Texas Tech, that guy Chris Beard has done a great job. He's put them, you know. Uh, He's done a phenomenal job. Yeah, they've been a Elite Eight, Final Four type team the last two, three years, and they play lockdown defense. Um, But they, they, they rely on that three-point shot, and you know, the reality is you, like you said earlier, if you live by that three-point shot, there's going to be a night where it just ain't going to show up. But Virginia, you know, everybody counted them out because of what happened last year um, against uh, Maryland-Baltimore County. And something like that fuels you, you know. You may oh, you're, sure. you're the embarrassment sure. of the sport. And they... um. They came back and they just played solid ball all year. And then, you know, let's just let's not, not forget that DeAndre Hunter was not 
a part of the um, the, the NCAA team last year because he got hurt. He broke his wrist, so he didn't play last year in the tournament. So, but I do think he's made himself some money because, like they were talking about this this morning, you got Zion, you got Ja Morant, you got R.J. Barrett, and then who else? I mean, it's a toss. Uh, just bad. a little sketchy after that. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. You know, now one of the guys. There's a kid I like out of LSU. Um, Nas Reed, you know, six ten kid. That got forward. The forward out of LSU. Yeah, yeah. With the dread. Okay. Um, okay. He's got an inside game. He can pull, you know, he, he can shoot in front of the perimeter. He can handle the ball, uh, block shots, play defense. I think he's definitely um, going to be a lottery pick. Uh, oh, I got a, I just just got an alert from my man, A-Rod. Jay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, okay. we're going to continue this, this conversation uh, about the tournament because um, this was an exciting tournament. You know, Despite losing Carolina and Duke, I really enjoyed this Final Four. So when we come back on the Get Down with Hurley Brown, we're going to talk uh, more about the NCAA tournament and get into the women's tournament as well. Sure. All right. So, all right. Uh, Sounds good. All right. Pay some bills. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. 
Now back to the show. All right, Voice America Nation. We're back here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm your host today, Kelvin Harris, the Nick Foles of Voice America Nation, subbing in for the start of Hurley Brown. And I got my man Jada Lay, uh, the the voiceover king out of Houston, Texas. Uh, what, what station are you on out there, Jay? I was on a station in uh, just recently, uh, 104.5 Kiss FM in Houston. Now I have decided I've got some really exciting things coming up in the future we'll be able to talk about next time I'm on with you. Uh, going back to mornings, going to be doing mornings and uh, uh, <clears throat> urban adult, and also I am working with uh, former Houston Astro manager, now Washington National, uh, Washington National uh, coach, and, uh, well, he works in the booth, Bo Porter, used to be the head coach of the Houston Astros. He and I are working on a project together. So you going to still stay in Houston or you got to move to D.C.? Uh, I'm actually looking to, uh, I'm, I'm going to be moving probably closer to the coast, uh, uh, closer to the coast, but we'll see how, we'll see how it works. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, now with technology, uh, you can pretty much do what I do in a studio, uh, in my own studio. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah. And then there's no state taxes in Houston. So <laughs> Texas is a beautiful thing. I'm be. telling you, no state tax. And neither no state taxes in Florida either. Yeah. Yeah. No state yeah, tax in Florida. It's just, Nice sun. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm home. sorry. I was just going to say it's hot in Texas. Oh, yeah. Well, it's somewhat hot here, but nice and, you know, can't complain. Well, you're going to rub that in. Of course. I rub it in with everyone. You know, A Rod's out oh, there in okay. Arizona. It's 125 degrees. So, you know, in the like shade. Florida weather. In the shade, yeah. Well, go, go, going back to, to the final four. Um, the semifinal games were good as well. Um, Texas Tech just locked down Michigan State. Um, you know, I, I was kind of surprised. I thought Michigan State was going to be able to force their will on, on Tech. And I just thought they had a better team, bigger team. I thought Cassius Winston would um, would, um, would, 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 would have his way with um, – your text guards, the Maloney kid and the Melody kid. I was shocked myself when I saw that. I really, really was. You know, if you know Tom Izzo and his teams, that's that. It's that undeniable. They just they 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 don't. They're not. You know, it's like uh, I hate to say it like this, but it, it's like that girl when she's young. She may not be that attractive and then all of a sudden she grows up and it's like who is that you know and yeah, you're like she, oh my she god goes, <laughs> she turns into a butterfly yeah <laughs> well well the thing I like about Tom, some of these college coaches like a Tom Izzo or you know Tony Bennett even Coach K is that one, they do a good job of evaluating talent and picking the players that fit their systems. And two, they do an excellent job of developing the talent. 
you know, and what what Izzo has has um has done is he's figured out how to get top flight talent that's good enough to be to be a early early in early draft uh uh prospect, but they're just there's something missing as to where they're not gonna go one and done. You know what I'm saying? So Well they fit into I call them system players. I call them yeah. system players. They're not superstars. They're system players, and they well, and he, in his he gets system. them in the system, and he and he gets them in his system, and he adds to their game. And then I think the one sure. thing that I like about him is that his he's just you know he forces them to be tough mentally and physically. And it's just like you go back to when he was yelling at the kid, and everyone got upset. I think that's something that's sure. missing from college basketball right now. Or sports, period, is that you got a lot of prima donna athletes who just aren't mentally tough. I mean, um, you know, you see it a lot now with um, these wideouts and, uh, you know, football. I mean, they just running around. But I just think, you know, maybe that's the nature of their position. But, you know, you know, with this social media implementation, you just got a lot of, a lot of unchecked egos and he and that's something that i wanted that's something i really wanted to ask you about today i mean i'm sure you heard about you know you know antonio brown you know you know sports shows have been talking about it all morning and even a little last night and uh about antonio brown and and, and juju smith Schuster, and and then you know going after me going i don't think antonio brown i think Antonio Brown, yes, he could curb a little bit of what he's doing, and they, but they're making him out to be the enemy in this thing. You left Pittsburgh, and they're making him, to, to me, they're making him out to be the enemy. And Antonio Brown, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, Antonio Brown's got to look out. He's looking out for himself and his family. And now, I, I think that Pittsburgh fans, once again, we can go right back to um, what happened with with um, uh, um, Oklahoma City, uh, Westbrook, and the fans. Westbrook. Fans think they're entitled to say anything to a player. And it's kind of like Westbrook said. You would never say that to my face in the street. But you, you well, got Twitter back to the social media thing. The social media situation has made everybody a social media uh, bully, a uh, tough guy. Sure. And, you know, the thing about it is, you know, that fan was up in the stands with Russell Westbrook, so it was a lot easier to be tough, you know. And then you got your gal, you know, spewing the same foolishness. And, you know, a lot of guys can hide behind their woman because, you know, it's just you obviously can't put your hands on a woman. But, you know, Antonio Brown... Me being from Florida, I understand Antonio Brown. He's plumb crazy. He's also playing wide receiver, so <laughs> that's a bad mix. You got to understand. And the kid works hard. He has a chip on his shoulder, but sometimes he gets carried away with that chip. And sure. he is he is he is hurt. He's bitter. Um, because well, be honest. You know, deep down, be honest. Really, come on, Kevin. Would would you not be that that kid has saved? Roethlisberger's ass. No, no, no. I totally, I totally agree. It's just and he's saying Pittsburgh. Four MVPs? Come on. Here's the thing about professional sports and, and 
to be honest with you, with college sports. You know, I hear kids say all the time, like I was listening to, uh, I was looking at my timeline on I think my Instagram page where Ronnie Harrison was responding to what Nick Saban said over the weekend about guys leaving early and leaving money on the table. And, you know, he used Ronnie Harrison specifically. And Ronnie Harrison was like, you know, hey, why is he, you know, mad that a guy wants to live out his dreams? Well, what these kids don't seem to understand is the NFL, the NBA, college basketball, major college football, it's a business. And it's a business. Yeah, you got, and at the college level, maybe this it's not supposed to be a business, but it is a business. I mean, the money that the NCAA makes off of this tournament. And, you know, my, my good friend Warren Sapp brought this up a few years ago. Actually, when the uh, tournament was in Houston, um, he, he brought it up because, you know, he flew in um, for the tournament and I came back from L.A. And he was saying, you realize they make all this money and they don't even sell alcohol at the game. I mean, they're crazy? making a killing. And then the, the the whole thing about Zion's mama getting the money, or supposedly, you know, getting money from Nike. From Nike. Fans. It's it's probably true. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that I have inside scoop, but I do know how um, travel ball and, and 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 recruiting works with shoe companies. So, you know, the top twenty, thirty, you know, recruits in any any recruiting class, they're they're getting in upwards of a hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars. So, I mean, you know, I'm going to be honest. Be I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I hope you forgive me. I'm going to go out on a limb, and this is me saying this. This is not Bro, these Bradley Brown or Kelvin. Oh, go ahead. I said the branches are strong. Go as far as, far as you want. You know, I, I got to be very honest. I hope she got paid because what pisses me off is I to agree. see I'm a parent. I know how much I invested in my son. You saw my son plays baseball. Yeah. I know how much I invested running up and down the highway, all the baseball camp. I know in my child, I know that I invested at least from the time that he was five to the time that he graduated at 17 years old. Those 12 years, I know I spent damn near $50,000. I know I did. I can believe I invested that. In my, I invested in my child. If not more. And then I changed my career from being an on-air personality so I could homeschool my children. So they'll have the academic qualities, too. So they got academics. They got the athletics. You can't deny that. You can't deny that. And if my child, you can't tell me. You guys can make money off my child. So here's an investment that I make, and I put my child out there. You guys are eating steak and lobster. My son's in the dorm eating a bologna sandwich. And you're getting rich off what he's doing. Come on, man. If Zion was not at Duke this season, would Duke... Would Duke be? Would Duke be on TV every other day, every day being talked about? Uh, well, maybe Duke because of Coach K, but you know, 
Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If Zion wasn't there. Not as much as they would, but they would, you know, it's Duke, it's Coach K. But a better example would be like the Did you see the ticket prices? Did you see the ticket prices at Duke? Duke, North Carolina game. Hold that thought. We got to take another break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about college sports uh, on the get down with Hurley Brown. Um, We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel racers and rental cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry join hosts cameron foray and don o'neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day it's about the business as well as the fun we've got the scoop the guests the discussion and the wtf moments all you need to do is bring your ears racers and rental cars heard every saturday at 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m eastern right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is The Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Voice America Nation, we're back here on the Get Down with Hurley Brown and Shaman Kelvin Harris substituting. I'm the Nick Foles of Voice America Radio substituting, trying to get us to the title game. And subbing in with me today is my man, the great voiceover king himself, Jay DeLay. And, uh, you know, before the break, we were talking about this money. And, you know, the thing about it is, um, you know, the NCAA tournament, they played these games inside of a U.S. Bank Field in Minneapolis, home of the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And they put 78,000 fans each night. And yeah. that money, you know, that's NCAA money. That's the city of Minneapolis money. Some of that's going to go to the schools, but most of it's going to the NCAA. You know, and then on top of that, you got the fees from CBS. I mean, it's a big day for everybody except the players. Now, that's why like I'm with you. I don't I don't really have a I don't really have a a negative thing to say about Zion's mama if she got that money. 
because I mean everybody has got a piece of chicken, but the people who you know who caught the chicken and cooked the chicken, I mean, Plus chefs the don't get to eat. And, and it's even worse on the women's side. The um, the Sabrina Sinescu, uh, I butchered her name, girl from Oregon, who's probably going to be the number one pick in the uh, WNBA draft. Right. Decided decided to go come back to school instead of going pro because the money just isn't there in the WNBA. Um, and you know, realistically, those girls can go to Russia or Italy and make make good money, but you got to spend six months away from home. And you know, a lot of them just decide it's not worth it. Now, I was uh, looking at get up this morning. That Shanae, I don't even know how to say her last name. That big fine black girl from uh, Houston that plays with the uh, with the uh, Los Angeles Sparks. Oh, with yeah, the she. Uh, yeah, she is a VP, vice president of the WNBA's Player Association, and she said that they're they're in the process of upping the salaries. I mean, realistically, you know, it's ten, ten. I believe it's ten, eleven girls on the team. You you should be able to do just like they do in football and have a franchise player, like you know, say for instance, Candace Parker with the um, with the with the Sparks. She right. should be making half million dollars. Now, she makes quite a bit of money on her own because when her and Sheldon Williams got divorced, she had to pay him like 400 grand, which I'm still trying to figure out why because he was an NBA player and he played, you know, six years in the league, so he should no be idea why that of money. Well, you know, that just leaves the door open for me. So, <laughs> but, you know, but, but, you know, since we're on a topic, talking about the women's Final Four, um, those games were good, too. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, the final game between um, Baylor and Notre Dame was a... Was a I, I don't know, I, I can't say it was better than the men's final, but it was as good. Probably better, in my opinion, because it had storyline. I think it was better. Well, the, the whole setup on it was better, and, the, and it, well, both games had great storylines. You know, you had Texas Tech and Virginia, two teams that never won a title. You know, Virginia, you know, you know, just teetering on that line, and Texas Tech, the feel-good story. But then on the other side, with the women, you had Notre Dame, you had the defending national champions, you had uh, a Goomba. Mm-hmm. A Goomba Wale who hit all those clutch shots for them, and she was the heart and soul. And they had the best offense in basketball, and they had just run uh, Connecticut out the gym in the semifinals. You know what I'm saying? Second straight year they beat Connecticut, and you know Flag you had back. Baylor on the other. Yeah, well you had Baylor on the other side, who was the consensus best team all year long. And then when I, you know, you look at them, they had a six-seven Redwood, PJ Brown, who won a championship with the Celtics. His daughter um, and his wife, you know, who played. Um, you said she's what six five, six five, and she played with um, Louisiana Tech when God. Kim Mulkey was an assistant there. So yeah, uh, and you know they talked about how Kalani Brown, the six seven girl. Uh, their daughter had met Kim Mulkey when she was, um, you know, uh, 12. 
And then you had their best player, Lauren Cox, the All-American, the other All-American, 6'4". But she's a type 1 diabetic, and she's got the got the, the monitor and the pump sewn into her skin, into her stomach and her arm. And and Kim Mulkey was talking about how when she first got her, she, she told her, look, we're not going to hide the fact that you're a diabetic. We want you to go out there and publicize that. Then you had... The player of the game, Chloe Jackson, who was a transfer from LSU, who never played yes, point indeed. guard before, yeah, and had to play point guard because their starting point guard got kicked off the team at the beginning of the year, and then you get Great into the game line. and oh, and then you get into the game and Notre Dame, who's been basically the bully all year, and the bigger team gets punched in the mouth by these the length and the quickness of um. Baylor, and it looks like going into the fourth quarter that Baylor's going to run them out of the gym, and then Lauren Cox tears her knee up, and that changed the whole game, and then you have this epic final quarter where each team is just hitting clutch shot after clutch shot, and then a Goomba Bawale gets fouled at the end, goes to the line to tie the game up to send it to overtime, and misses the free throw. Misses. Oh, my God. I mean, it was just a great, great game. It was a great weekend for college basketball. And I'll be honest with you, I'm starting to like college basketball as a whole more than I do the NBA. I mean, I, you know what? It, it's really interesting that <clears throat> I had this conversation with someone before. College athletics are so much more of a turn-on to me now than almost in the professional ranks. Because well, at least in college, a, they're hungry. They're hungry. Well, that, yeah, that and, you know, you got the, 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 you got the crowds. I mean, you got the rivalries. And, and, and then to be honest with you, the NBA game is so watered down now because, um, you know, there's no physicality in it. They're trying to de-emphasize any type of phys- physicality. And everybody is like you. Be honest with you, watching the NBA game is like watching a watching a game at the park at the rec. Everybody's shooting threes, ain't nobody playing D. You know, right. it's just <laughs> like, it's just it's not good ball. Nobody's passing. So you got the one team that actually does play some, you know, good and then that's the the Warriors. But it's it's gotten dull because there's so much well, before this year, they were so much better than everybody that it's just it's it's hard to stomach watching like anybody that gets an NBA league pass. They you know they're better off just taking that money and just tossing it in the ocean. I mean, it's a marathon. Now the playoffs. You know who can score? Who can score more? When the Rockets scored 149 the other night, 149, 113. I'm just looking like it is. Dribble, dribble, shoot three. Dribble, dribble, shoot three. Dribble, dribble, pass, shoot three. And it's, that's again attributed to the AAU. There ain't enough ball yeah, to go they, around. And everybody's got to try to get it. to school. everybody got to try to be the top scorer. And every, I mean, that's what it's come to. Well, actually, we don't even, you don't even call it AAU anymore. It's travel ball because, you know, they've kind of, between the, the, the shoe companies, they've kind of 
pushed AAU out, and now it's either Nike, Adidas. Okay, or, travel you know, ball. <laughs> travel ball. But yeah, the thing yeah, about it is that's the what one we thing, always you know, called it baseball. Well, you know, they've, they've, they've picked up that name in basketball. And, and then to your point, when you look at, uh, you know, AAU ball, travel ball, the one thing that's missing is if you're a big man in travel ball, I mean, a, a legitimate low post big man, you might as well not even Good go luck. because they don't pass the, they don't know how to pass the ball or they won't pass the ball down low. And that's what you're starting to see at the NBA and even at the college level. Low post play. That's why I kind of like watching it, it's, it's going women's away. game right. a lot. The women's game, like last night, Kalani Brown, 6'7". I mean, simple stuff like, you know, setting herself up in the post, getting the ball, uh, kicking it back out and reposting, getting a little deeper just so she could, you know, just take it, drop step, and put it on on a glass. I mean, simple. Look at this kid. And, this, and, and this is a defensive tackle saying this. Look at this. Hey, I pl- listen. I played three years of uh, varsity basketball, and uh, we, were, we were one of the better teams in the state <laughs> in our class in Florida. So, uh, hey, you know, I, oh, I, I can hold my own. Uh, yeah. Amazing. But, yeah, I just got know, one question. Now, well, you and I have always been able to talk, and I'm sorry to cut you off. But, yeah, uh, you know, one thing, you know, when you wake up in the morning, we check our news and we check our feeds to look, you know, what's happening in the sports world and everything. Now, Kevin, be honest. If I hear one more mock draft from Kirk Herbstreit and Mel Kuyper, I'm going to throw Oh, up. you mean Todd McShay? Todd McShay. I'm not. I, I'm sorry. Todd McShay. Kirk, Kirk yeah. Herbstreit had an article, and he, he talked about, he talked about, alluded to it this morning. But, I mean, Todd McShay and uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. I'm just. Yeah. If I hear that. Yeah, now, now oh my Mel's God, got a new overnight, type of... overnight you well, hear, you know, oh my God, did, did, uh, did, did, um, they talk, the number one pick, and, and what's funny is when they were talking about Josh Rosen, who in the hell doesn't know that Josh Rosen is out of Arizona? Come on now. They, well, first of all, the fact that they gave the job to, Cliff Kingsbury lets you know that Kingsbury. I mean, why else would you give the give, give the job to Kingsbury if you weren't going to draft Kyler Murray? Because his resume had there was nothing on his resume that said he even deserved to be a Power Five college coach. So, um, you know, but the NFL and the NBA are competing for your 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 attention, and so they've come up with ways to keep you. Um, in in tune with what they're doing in the off season, and the NFL does a great job between free agency, combine, draft, OTAs, uh, of uh, the franchise tags, of keeping you invested in that game. Because think about sure. it: the season ended first week of February. February. Well, they immediately they, they immediately go into draft talk. And then you have the combine, and you know, then you go from the combine to pro days, and then you have um, the, the you know the 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 went the the, the 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 owners meetings. I mean, they do a great job of just dragging it out to keep themselves in the headlines and keep you themselves know, relevant. Sure, 
Yeah, you know they 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 got that they got that to a science, and the NBA's picked up on it because they've decided to let their players just go off on social media, and then you got a, a narrative like the LeBron Lakers situation that you can just ride until the wheels fall off, and then you got free agency, and you got insiders like this wind horse guy who's always coming up with some you know. I mean, uh, the, the Wojnarowski, that's the guy. He is, you know. So, I mean, it's a Whoa. battle for your attention. Oh, hold that thought. The, the venerable A-Rod, in between fanning himself and that 120-degree weather, has said that we have to go to commercial so that uh, advertisers and sponsors can uh, publicize themselves now. So sure. give us a minute. We're going to um, take a quick break and let... Uh, let some bills be paid. When we get back, we'll continue this conversation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. We're going hog wild this week on The Revolution. Listen as our panel of port pros talk the best states to hunt, hunting over bait, from helicopters, spot and stalk techniques, and even spotlighting. Joining Jim and Travis Pigman from Pigman the Series on Sportsman Channel, plus president and founder of Horizon Firearms, Derek Ratliff. Jim and Trav's Hog Wild Show is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. All righty, Voice America Nation. It's your man, Kelvin Harris, the Nick Foles of uh, Voice America Radio, subbing in for the man himself, Hurley Brown, on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. And, you know, my co-host today has been uh, my man, Jay DeLay, the voiceover king. Uh, closing, I just wanted to, this last segment, I wanted to talk about the, the lack of remembrance of history. You know, um, beginning of the year, we had people talking about this Duke team being able to beat an NBA team and all this. And then, you know, these guys don't even make it to the Final Four. When I look at um, the Virginia team that won the 
championship last night. I look at them and I say mm-hmm. to myself, uh, 1999, 20 years ago, they'll be the champ. I'm trying to think who was it. Was it Michigan State or was it? Yeah, I think it was. It was Michigan State. Mateen, mm. please. It was 99. 2000, okay, the 2000 Michigan State team. Because they beat Florida. And I look at that team and I say to myself, would Virginia, that Virginia, this Virginia team beat that Michigan State team? No. And then I think to myself, let's go back uh, 89. That's Michigan. Glenn Rice. Yep, Michigan. Or no, no, actually that's uh, Seton Hall. That's actually uh, Danny Manning in Kansas. Would they have beat that Damn, I thought that was Michigan. Wow. Uh, no, you're right. It was. It was Michigan 89. Ramiro Robinson, Glenn Rice. Okay, okay. Don't think they're gonna beat that team, and then uh, and I segue into I saw some. <laughs> you know, oh God, no! Would they have beat UNLV? Oh heavens, no! Or or the Duke team that beat <laughs> UNLV? No. And I think to myself, or or or, or the Arkansas team, uh-huh. forty minutes of hell. Oh God, uh, no, no. And I think to myself, according to the NBA, with the Warriors have beaten. Uh, the 99 Spurs. That's 20 years ago. No. And I'm not, and I'm not trying you really to You really don't think man. so? Tim Duncan, David Robinson. What? As your boy would say, the Admiral. Yeah, you got Avery Johnson. Who's actually no longer, who's, uh, he was no longer with Alabama. Avery Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, they, I played with the yeah, Amaral. I played with Tim Duncan. Manu or Ginobili. Those two. Hell, you know what? To be honest with you, the the um the Warriors wouldn't have beaten the Spurs team. They beat the Heat. Man, I don't I mean, know. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, listen, man, I Green, don't know. Are we talking? Whoa, whoa. Are we talking team. with? With uh, 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 Oogie Cousins or without? Either. Ooh. Now that would have been, that would have been 48 minutes of hell right there. I'll take it a step further. The 2000 Lakers would wipe the flow with them. Mmm. Yes. And, and, and I'll take it a step further. Under the new rule, we, this game, we, we play this game under the rules of the NBA now. So now imagine this. You can't touch. Oh, okay. Kobe now Bryant. now that was a question I was going to ask because I was going to tell A-Rod. I was going to tell A-Rod to check your cup because if you're talking about the rules of back in the day, hand-checking, uh, elbows, <laughs> elbows were legal. Hey, you're not bleeding. It was huh. In my opinion, the two best teams in NBA history are the Bulls that won 72 games and the 87 Lakers. 87 Lakers, if you recall, had Kareem. Uh, a shot that's I never been. Say. And in my opinion. Now, you got to say, this, this what about the. Yeah. Ooh, you gotta you gotta come on, Boston. 
Boston was good. Boston. The 86 Boston team was good. But the 87 Lakers with Kareem, Magic, Worthy, A.C. Green, Byron Scott, Scott, Michael Thompson. And, look, they could switch everything on defense. And they had a guy who, in my opinion, is the greatest player of all time because, listen, he's undefeated in high school, uh, one loss in college, the career-leading scorer in college and pros, uh, six MVPs, six world titles, the, the, you know, a shot that has never been blocked. Oh, and on top of that, they changed the rules for him in college where you couldn't dunk. Only only difference is there wasn't mass media when he was, you know, by the time he, you know, yelled. What? Um, what, you know, it's just if he'd have been 20 years later, we would be talking about Kareem. You know, Kareem would be Shaq. So, I mean, you know, but my whole point is that we are so caught up in the now that we make these comparisons of these people and we, we forget. Like, if you look at it now, most people don't think there's any history past 2010. And um, <laughs> and, and, and I guess that's my, and, and summarizing, you know, as we close up, is that we, you know, YouTube is out there. Go look at some of this, this footage of, of these players from yesterday and, you know, make your own comparisons. Now, the players are definitely more athletic. I don't know if they're more skilled, but they're definitely more athletic. Um but, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the, the PR machine, they, they put that narrative in your head and you can't get it out. I guess that's what I'm saying. They're know, not as good. These, this generation, this generation is not, a good, not as good all around. Previous players you know, were good at several things. These kids, yes. Steph Curry, we need you to concentrate on shooting threes. Boogie Cousins, yeah, but we need you to concentrate more on this. But but he's actually you know, in antithesis of what I'm saying that that he made himself better and he had the genes. All right, A Rod has just informed me that sadly we must end the show. So uh, I want to give uh, want to thank you, Jay uh, Delay, for coming on and helping me, uh, you know, uh, pilot this show. Give everybody your inf- your social media information. Every everything, Jay Delay. Everything J A Y E D E L A I. Everything J Delay. Uh, that's uh, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine. Okay. Uh, all right. We're gonna you know you check you out, and then we'll be looking forward to see how your uh, your new projects are coming. Now, me personally, I'm all over the place. Instagram is eblife.net, E B L I F E. D-O-T-N-E-T, uh, Twitter. I don't really go on my Twitter, but it's Ebony Lifestyles, E-B-O-N-Y-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-S. And then, of course, Facebook is Kelvin Harris. Also, I want you to check out me and my man, Ryan McNeil, another f- one of my former UM teammates. We do the U podcast. Uh, I'm going to have one, uh, push one out next week uh, for you uh, Miami Hurricane fans. We're going to talk about uh, spring spring practice how it's going with uh, the athletics Manny Navarro and uh, probably uh, usually interview a former player I'll let that be a surprise uh, going to expand it over the summer to talk about you know more sports uh, but it's always going to have a UM theme so I want to thank my on behalf of my man Jay Delay I want to thank him and I want to you know 
appreciate uh, Hurley for allowing me to uh, sub for him today. Hurley will be back next week. Uh, you know, he's out making Merritt Island great. So on behalf of myself, uh, Jay DeLay and the, the great producer we have, A-Rod, I want to say, hey, it's all about the you. Canes for life. Enough said. Till the next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.